0: that will be on display and even take one for a spin. This is the Morning Sports Desk on Thursday, July 28th. How's it going, Corey?
1: Uh, Great, how are you?
0: You know, I, I wasn't feeling super great coming in, but then I had a reason to feel really good about today okay we got the birthday of someone special Corey. what yeah uh, haven't you haven't you heard of him uh i don't know yet you soldier boy
1: soldier boy hey, i got this new up? damn for y'all Kyle, the soldier boy yeah this song's awesome <laughs> it's his birthday today soldier boy yeah it's his birthday how old is soldier boy do we know that off the top of our heads uh he is 32 nice Oh. crank that soldier boy Superman
0: soldier boy boy's awesome' crank that crank that soldier boy you know in this in this life Corey mm-hmm. you either crank that soldier boy or it cranks you I totally agree you know I, I you there's only two ways you can live this life and now which way do you choose to live it it's one of life's uh, uh, timeless philosophies I believe you know, you, you just who are who are we in 2007? What, what do we do before 2007, before we had this lyrical genius of crank that soldier boy? You know how a lot of people have like live, laugh, love
1: signs mm-hmm. in their house? Yeah, yeah. Or blessed or like just signs that tell you the room you're in mm-hmm. as if you couldn't tell you were in the kitchen.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, our signs say that it's just soldier boy just
0: about like above your dining room instead of like a crucifix or something it's Mm -hmm. just crank that
1: yeah yeah crank that soldier boy
0: crank that soldier boy
1: and then i pick my sons up by their ankles and chuck them into their bed from the doorway
0: (laughs) and while (laughs) yelling "You! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think that's the funniest part i think like when you get into the song, it doesn't waste any time like setting you up, having a nice little intro. It just goes right in with you! And like what are you supposed to do with that? That song's great. Yeah.
1: That song's great. You know what? We um there's a lot of different ways songs can be good. Mhm. And sometimes, so I I spent a lot of time in the in college in the music department. Sure. And um when just a little insight uh when People are gonna, they're they're practicing and studying for their livelihoods, mm-hmm. right? For their careers, which is going to be in music. Yeah, people in music get a little uptight about music.
0: I can see that. Yeah,
1: and there is there were there were many arguments in the lobby of the uh, of the the performing arts center at Winona State between me and some of my friends of like listen. Just because it's Katy Perry doesn't mean it's bad. Songs can be good for a hundred different reasons. Sometimes songs are supposed to make you think and take you to another place. Maybe it's supposed to be a reflection of what's happening in society. And maybe it's supposed to make you become introspective and think more about yourself. And sometimes you're just supposed to drink a beer and have fun with your friends. Right. And... All of those reasons are valid for a song to be good. Mm-hmm. So
0: shout out Soldier Boy. Shout out to the Soldier <laughs> Boy. So be sure to crank that today. Corey will be uh Corey will be later practicing his Soldier Boy uh in the hallway.
1: I'm a superman it down the stairs later today. <laughs> I'm going straight to the
0: hospital once I land, but it'll be fun while I'm flying. He'll crank it down the stairs and he will be supermaning to the E R. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exact. but Hey, you just gotta enjoy the ride. Who's taking you to the ER? You. You, <laughs> And then that's when the ambulance leaves you on the curb. Right. Leave him to die. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, he's t- <laughs> This was his choice. This he had to live with he this. He made his choices. <laughs> All right, so let's talk quickly, Minnesota Twins. We touched a lot on the pitching yesterday, so I don't think there's a whole lot to reiterate. Uh Nothing really changed from yesterday's game, Uh except the fact of, I mean, Chris Archer and Dylan Bundy should not be... In late July, Chris Archer and Dylan... Bundy should not be starting pitchers on a rotation of a team in first place. Well, I hate to break it to you, buddy. And that's where we're at right now. This (laughs) team is on pace to win like 88 games, and that might be all it takes to win. Somebody pointed this out on Twitter yesterday, is that the rest of the season is going to be whenever the Twins lose, we just have to constantly look at the White Sox and hope they also blow it. Spoiler alert, they did yesterday too, but like this, this division's not good this year, and That's fine. Just get into the playoffs. It doesn't matter how many games you win. Just get in. Try and make some noise. But if you want to make some noise, you're going to need pitching to do that. And I know the argument with the Twins front office is going to be, well, we don't want to, we want to wait until the last minute because we want to try and leverage ourselves and all that kind of stuff. We don't want to overpay. I get, I get all of the value. Things it's like when you're buying a car. You know, I don't really need to get one right now. I still have like another week or two to really do it. I don't want to really jump on it early. I don't want to seem desperate. Guess what? You, the Twins are desperate. Like there's, by the way, the New York Yankees have started off trade deadline season. They traded for Royals outfielder Andrew Benintendi. It doesn't really matter for the Twins, and because they weren't going after an outfielder, they don't need an extra outfielder. But what it says is that competing teams. The Yankees got swept in the Subway Series by the Mets, and their move was, all right, let's go get another bat. Like, let's beef up our team. Like, we want to push the envelope even further. The Twins get swept in Milwaukee, and they're going to wait about five more days to trade for a random bullpen arm.
1: If there was a team that didn't need to
0: make a move, it was the New York Yankees. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. And the one weakness in their lineup could be their outfielder, Joey Gallo, and now they just traded for Benintendi. Gallo's yeah. going to the bench.
1: There's a difference sometimes between <laughs> between being the um, setting the market or waiting for the – dictating the market or letting the market dictate you. Mm-hmm. You!
0: You <laughs> let the market dictate you! And
1: yeah. the Twins are going to let the market dictate what they do. Yeah. The Yankees just set the market standard. Mm-hmm. We're winning. We want to win some more. We know we want to win a World Series. This is how we think we can do it. They haven't won a World Series in like 10 years, so they're all freaking out over in the Bronx. We can go get a guy who for a long time I thought uh, his last name was his first and last name. I thought his name ben was Ben in- Intendi. Ben Intendi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought for a long time, like long enough to be embarrassed about when I found out that he had a first name and that was his whole last name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ben Intendi just
1: his last name, for those of you wondering.
0: <laughs> Sorry, it took me like 10, up until like 10 years ago to realize that David de wasn't David de Jesus. So.
1: David de Jesus, yes. Well, that's pretty embarrassing, too. <laughs> you know,
0: I don't know Spanish. Anyway, uh, I don't know Spanish. I don't, I don't know Spanish. For, you know
1: what? For a guy who watches as much baseball as you do and all those Latino names that exist. To just, ins- uh, see, I would have assumed you would have called him to Jesus just because it's funnier.
0: I mean, it is funny, which is why I refuse to learn it. <laughs> I definitely heard Bramer and them say it. I just didn't acknowledge it. Did they really? Well, like, no. Oh, de- de Jesus. oh, you say
1: it the correct way. Yeah,
0: they would say it the correct way. I just wouldn't acknowledge it. Anyway. Right. Why would you? <laughs> exactly. To Jesus. To Jesus. David of the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's like Biblical. Anyway. I think it
1: is biblical. Uh, also, not not
0: chronologically correct. Not technically, but like you know, it's in between. <laughs> yes. The D is just like a bunch of things in between. That's what it stands for: David, and then like hundreds of years, Jesus. Of Perfect. Jesus. It lines up. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I just think the twin the twins are going to sit back and they're going to wait till August second to make a trade. Make one now. You're playing a really good ball club in San Diego over the weekend. You need to just do... I I don't like the do-something crowd. I hate when people just say do something without actually giving any like idea of what to do.
1: You don't need to do something for the sake of doing something.
0: Yeah, like, get a... This team needs starting pitching more than it needs bullpen pitching because the Twins are right now going with a four-man rotation because of how their off days are working out for the next week or so. They need to get another starting arm. It's like this... The start, the pitching is actively losing this team games. Chris Archer in the first inning gives up a three run bomb, then the twins against Josh Hader, or not Hader, uh, against, uh, Corbin Burns, the reigning Cy Young winner, then tie the game up again, like, hey, we got you, we're back in this ball game, we'll fight, we'll do it, and then Archer gives up five runs in an inning where he gave up, n- where no hits were given up at all. He walked the bases full, a sacrifice fly, a bases loaded walk, like just all of this. Maybe it wasn't five runs, but it was a mul- Like Milwaukee hangs up a crooked number on you without even getting a hit. I don't I, like it, it. I I'm in a loss for words with how not good this pitching staff is. Chris Archer, when he can give you five shutout innings, that's good. But if he's only going to give you five innings, he only pitched three yesterday. He gave up. Uh, he gave up four or five runs total, and now the Twins uh, had to use, had to dip into their bullpen, which they already don't have a ton of depth in. Like that, that game's over from the start. That, it's actively losing you games. I, I mean, I could talk myself in circles with how the Twins have backed themselves in a corner on this. So, let's talk Vikings, where there's positivity, there's training camp opening up, you know, how are you feeling about, how are you feeling about the first practice were you watching highlights all night Corey? honestly i wouldn't have even known it
1: happened (laughs) had you not just told me didn't Uh, you just read it in sports other than that you know other than that that's uh, i uh, i i don't know man i have a i have a hard time I have a hard time with this kind of stuff.
0: You know how we talked about how there was going to be no distractions this year. Like we wanted to be quiet. Wanted everybody to just go about their business. Yeah. You know, just like just be professionals. You know, last year was all wonky. There was like just infighting and stuff like that. You know, like let's turn the page. Right. Ah. Uh, well. Eh, not. This isn't a huge scandal, but this is, of course, training camp storylines that. National media love to jump on. So Kwese Adolfo Mensa, the Vikings general manager, first year, had a big long profile in the USA Today, talking about his first season as Vikings GM and just everything, kind of his history and how he got here and whatever. Uh, well, uh, turns out, uh, he had some context, uh, he had some quotes that, uh, don't necessarily look good, uh, if you're, if you're gonna psychoanalyze them. Because uh, Cuese Adolfo Mensa said, I'll be frank, the one asset where you get nervous about not burning it down is quarterback. He labeled Cousins as a good quarterback, but went on to say that he wasn't Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, and that teams are more likely to win a Super Bowl if they have a QB of that caliber. So, I mean, he, here's the thing, it's not anything controversial to say Kirk Cousins isn't Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Right. That's not controversial. Or to say that like those guys give you a better chance of winning the Super Bowl. That's something that Paul Allen says on his radio show. That's not something the general manager of the football team says. Why not? It's true. I mean, it is true, but you just saw, like, it's not a big vote of confidence to a quarterback that you apparently were all in on and pay him $40 million a year now. Yeah, but what was the question? I don't know what the question. I don't know what the like question is exactly. Like, like. I don't know what. what cause what's it's the a new topic sp- of conversation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think his whole thing is just he's like he, he's a nerd. Like he analyzes everything. He thinks everything like all the pundits do, and he's talking about. You know, you don't want to basically. If you screw up the quarterback, your whole team suffers, and yeah. he basically says, "We don't have you know one of the top." quarterbacks in the league essentially and again it's not wrong i don't think he's saying anything controversial i'm just saying though like what do you think kirk cousins Thinks he's as good as Patrick Mahomes? No, I don't think... Or, like,
1: historically as good as Tom Brady?
0: I'm not saying he thinks that, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of you're the new general manager, you just signed this quarterback to an extension because you thought, because everybody kind of thought you believed in him, you wanted to kind of give him his own fresh start with Kevin O'Connell as head coach. By the way, in this interview, Quese, Adolfo Mensa also said, uh, he also kind of didn't throw shade, but also kind of was like, we don't want to do what the Rams did, building how they... Built their roster and stuff like that, despite well, you the play- should because it got them a Super Bowl. And by the way, your new head coach was the offensive coordinator of that team. Like, uh, it, I don't know. I just, it's just, it's that thing I, of like you're the spokesperson for the team, and you're kind of stepping on landmines a little bit and causing a little bit of a flare. This isn't a big controversy, but you're causing little flare ups and yeah. spots that don't need to happen. I disagree uh on in, in two parts.
1: One part is I don't think you're the spokesperson for the team. You're the general manager for the team. And secondly, let me offer you the alternative. What if he is just glowingly complimentary about Kirk Cousins? Are you not coming in today being like, come on, man. Can you for, be, be for real about who Kirk Cousins is? I mean,
0: I think, I don't think West, here's the thing with being honest about that is he, there's an honest way of saying it without basically saying, I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't Tom Brady. We got like, you know, we, we obviously can't get that. And it's, I think it's just he's like, it's really hard to win a Super Bowl if you don't have Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, and it will go. By golly, we know that because we sure don't have a good quarterback. It's kind of essentially is what it reads off. I just think it's a weird message to send in your first week as GM. Eh, I, agree. I, I don't know.
1: I didn't. It didn't strike me as too weird, but that, I, don't know. I mean, I get it. I get how it could. I definitely get your perspective. To me, it's not. You're, it's Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes. They're not the same player. No, you know?
0: Yeah. They're not the same. It's just, I don't know. They're not quite the, it's not the same. Obviously Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, they're not, they're nowhere near on the same level. But if you're going to make the $40 million investment and give this guy an extension and keep him here for the next couple years at least, You just got to show a little bit more confidence. Now, you don't need to go and be glowing and say that he's the best quarterback in the league. You don't need to say that. You just need to say something along the lines of Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback. His stats show that we think we can put him in the best position to win something he hasn't had in his career is a coaching staff that's fully behind him or something like that. I think there's other ways of saying it that don't necessarily come off as that way. Now, of course, Quesi walked that back and he says, Kirk knows what I think about him. He doesn't whatever. And I think that's true. I don't think that Kirk Cousins is sitting there now and his relationship with the GM has been ruined. But I just think like, man, you gotta be careful a little bit when you talk to the media because this is fine. This isn't a big deal in the grand scheme of things. It'll probably go away. But I mean, you, you want to avoid doing that in the future because, you know, he's, He's still new to this whole GM thing and talking to the media. And with Rick Spielman, he was very like, he would be the perfect politician in terms of how he could talk for two minutes and say absolutely nothing at all. I think he just needs to tiptoe a little bit more into that direction. I don't know. It's training camp. We got to find stuff to talk about. It's This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, July 28th.
2: Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lectio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-B-I-O. Lower, Longer Lecvio.